What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Did you ever stare into a mirror for a long period of time? I don't mean for a few minutes, nor to check out your body, but I mean truly a long time. Try, for example, if you will, staring at your own face. At the beginning, it might be normal. You might laugh because it feels silly. Soon, however, things will turn weird. At first, the humor of it will go away. You might even get bored. But if you stick to it, things will eventually become creepy. I started doing it after I read about certain urban legends online. When I first tried it, I couldn't do it for long. Seeing my dumb face in the bathroom every morning was hard enough, but... Staring at it for longer than necessary was a chore. The more I stared, though, the more I got used to it. I'd sit down in front of my bathroom mirror and stare at myself. I told myself more than once that this is stupid. It's ridiculous, even. But I like creepy stuff. And I enjoyed scaring myself, so I stuck with it. It was one of the weirdest experiences I ever had. I laughed, I groaned, I yawned. But before long, I started to study the intricate landscape of my face more clearly. Every once in a while, I stared deeply into my own eyes, scanning my pupils and irises. Before long, I got the feeling that something was changing. I began wondering if I was the one staring at my reflection, or if it was the other way around. What if it was the other way around? What if the person in the mirror wasn't truly me? And then for the blink of an eye, I thought I saw my reflection wink at me. I scrambled back in shock, cursing at it before I started laughing. Jesus Christ, this is stupid. I cursed myself in the the fear that washed over me. Still, when I looked at the mirror again, at my reflection... I wondered if it had all been my imagination, or if something had actually happened. I stepped up to the mirror again, pushing myself closer, and staring right into my reflection's eyes. Did you just wink at me? Of course I didn't get an answer. No, all I got was my reflection mimicking my every move. His lips moved when mine did, he blinked when I did, he laughed as stupid as me. I've been nothing but my overactive imagination. (laughs) But then, in that moment, as my eyes grew wide, my reflection did the same. But I didn't care about it anymore. My attention was drawn to a weird little object behind me, resting on the bathroom floor. Behind me was a small black cube. What the hell, I wondered, as I brought my face closer to the mirror. Why is there a... My thoughts stopped, because the moment I turned around, 
he was gone. I cursed, telling myself that I was still imagining things and that my brain was acting up, but when I turned back to the mirror, I saw it again. It was right there on the bathroom floor, close to the wall. I pushed my face closer to get a better look at it, only to block it out. When I turned around, though, there was still nothing there. All right, what the fuck? Slowly but steadily, I moved back, away from the mirror. I watched as I pushed myself against the bathroom wall right next to the black cube. Then I reached out to it with my foot, bringing it closer towards the object. In reality, nothing happened. I didn't feel the sensation of touching something. My reflection, however, began pushing the black cube to the right. Now, this was the weirdest thing ever. It had to be some sort of optical illusion. I mean, there was no way any of this was real. And of course it wasn't real. It only happened inside the damn mirror. With that, I told myself to forget about it and go to bed. It was getting late, and I... I mean, I had to get up early tomorrow. But how do you ignore something as strange and fascinating as what was happening here? Of course, I was lying to myself. Of course, I didn't just forget about it. And so I got closer to the object again, or to say it better, I brought my reflection closer to it. When I leaned down, however, I wasn't able to make it out anymore. My head, or better, my eyes, were too low to make out the reflection of the bathroom floor. <sighs> I cursed, but I got an idea. I stepped up to the mirror, making sure the cube was still there, and took it down. And then I propped it up against the cupboard below the sink, and turned it until I could make out the black cube again. Finally, I went back to the wall. When I was there, I reached out for it once more, and this time with my hand. Once more, I couldn't feel anything, but I watched as my reflection's fingers got closer and closer before they eventually made contact with the cube. I watched in stunned fascination as my reflection's fingers brushed against it. A cold shower went down my spine. What the hell was this? Was this really just an, an optical illusion? Before long, I had a rough idea of the cube's dimensions. Each side was about an inch and a half. Then, with the most delicate of movements, I made my reflection close its hand around it. Then I lifted my hand. I watched as my reflection held it in its hand. For a moment, it almost slipped out of my hand before I got a better hold of it. This was the strangest sensation. I have no feeling for it, and yet I was holding something. Or better, my reflection was holding it. With a few careful steps, my eyes glued to the mirror, I brought it closer towards it. I carefully placed it in front of the mirror, and I began studying it. It was nothing but a solid black cube. I stared at it from all dimensions, leaning left and right, standing up and laying down. What the hell was this thing? Then I brought my finger against it again, this time not delicately. Instead, I pushed it closer to the mirror. For a moment, I wondered what would happen if I kept it up. I thought of it sliding through the mirror's surface and appearing in my mind. I laughed, calling myself an idiot, telling myself again that this had to be some sort of optical illusion. And of course, it didn't slide through. Instead, it was pressed against the mirror, hard and slightly croaked together. At that moment, I saw that 
Its top was slightly pushed upward. Did does that mean that I could open it? Almost in a trance, I reached out with my other hand, my left hand. I couldn't help but curse in frustration as I tried to make sense of the cube's dimensions, and my movements being flipped. Finally, after two futile attempts, I managed to push my fingernail into the small crack, and then I delicately began pushing it upward. It took me another few tries before I succeeded in opening it. Where I was, however, I couldn't see a damn thing. So I stood up, put my face close to the mirror, and stared down at it. And that's when I noticed that there was something strange and whitish inside of it. My hand went forward again, getting a hold of it and lifting it upward so I could get a better look. I closed my hand around the now open cube and lifted it, bringing the opening closer to the mirror. At first, I saw only white. But then I made out delicate red lines in it, saw its round form. A moment later, whatever was inside the cube started moving and turning. I watched in stunned horror, and after a few seconds, I stared at an eyeball. I screamed up in shock and disgust, scrambling away from the mirror and shaking my hand as if something had gotten a hold of it. Inside of the mirror, the black cube crashed to the floor. It bounced once, twice, before it came to a rest. The eyeball, however, rolled out of it. And from where I was, I watched as it rolled over to the mirror. I expected it to hit the surface, to bounce away, but it rolled on. My eyes widened in shock and disbelief as the eyeball passed through the mirror's surface. It rolled on and came to a rest right in front of me. I cringed back, but I couldn't stop staring at it. This thing, this eyeball? It shouldn't, no, it couldn't exist, but here it was. And as I sat there, slumped down on the bathroom floor, I couldn't stop staring at it. And as I stared at it, it also stared at me. And with each passing moment, I felt it staring deeper and deeper into my eyes. Hey there, kids, it's me, Mr. Creepypasta, and thank you for watching tonight's video, or listening to tonight's podcast. I want to tell you about one quick thing before we say goodbye for the evening, and that's going to be about the Mr. Creepypasta plush. There's a brand new plush that's available, and this is going to be running on, like, every single video, I think, for at least a couple of weeks for the entirety of this campaign, because the plush is only available for a limited time. So if you guys head over to makeship.com, then you guys are able to get this Mr. Creepypasta plush. It's super cool. I worked with the original person who designed my character to be able to create this plush. I think it's it's something that you guys will really love. It glows in the dark, which is really cool. And he's super soft and cuddly. So it's uh, makeship.com, M-A-K-E-S-H-I-P.com slash products slash Mr. Creepypasta hyphen plush. Or you know what's easier? Makeship.com. Uh, there you go. And as always, I want to give a very big thank you to everybody who is supporting me on Patreon. A huge thank you to patrons such as Jordan Alexander Sanchez, Brian Ars, Bobby Carmen, Stephanie Butler, Tristan Pelton, Chance Burnett, 
Diana Krause, William King, Heather McDonald, Reaper61167, Alex the Sandwich, Darth Miver, Michael Ortiz, Satanic Aries, Ness69420, Isodo Hatred, with two exclamation points, Nessie, Ronnie Hansen, Bartohawk764, Melancholy Corpse, Ferb, Harley, Billy Morrow, Madam Skullbunny, Sashi Suzaku, Grizzly Olsen.pro, Caden the Spooky Boy, Zane Nightshade, My Body Sounds Like Rice Krispies, Ashwood, Lord of the Weeds, Jay, Miss Xandra, Mr. Unsettling Spaghetti, Suji Campbell, Stricken, Azarine Fox, Fried Chicken 12, Freddy Krueger, Pie Nanny, Michael Scarborough, Infernal One, Lisa Cottrell, Caspian, Jordan Nels, Hades Nephew, Tater Chip, Acid System, Prozac and Pancake Appreciation Society, Cryptic Nightmares, Kiri the Sloth, Tommy Green, Fester's Lampshade, Sky Harbor, Nina Smith, Nico Kyle, Rafael Rodriguez, The Ginger Bros, Aaron Stormcrow, Daniel Polson, Trey Smiles, and Corey Kenshin. Thank you guys so much, so, so much, so, so, so much for being a part of the Patreon and helping me keep the lights on and helping me get exclusive stories and everything we do on the channel here. It really means so much to me. I hope you all have a very happy Halloween and sweet dreams. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.